0: This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. Lord God, as, as we gather here today for for worship, some of us we are we are amped up, we're popped up, we're glad to be here. We've been looking forward to it. For others of us, maybe not so much. Maybe we're we're glad to be here, but. Really didn't think about it a whole lot. It's Sunday, it's what we do. Uh, maybe for some of us, we're, we're here out of unusual circumstances. Uh, and maybe some of us are here uh, by compulsion uh, of someone else. Maybe some of us are, are here uh, in person or online suspiciously, wondering what's going to happen and, and all that. And Lord, just pray that, that you come to each one of us, no matter where we're at, and through your word today, through you, that you would transform our hearts and by transforming our hearts, it transform our lives. Pray this in the powerful and saving name of Jesus, a name like none other, amen. The flag of the United States of America 13 stripes, some red, some white, representing the 13 colonies that came together to form one union, the United States of America. Flag of the United States of America. 50 white stars, 50, representing states and commonwealths that have come together to form one country, the United States. States of America, united. Now, to be honest and fair, right, if, if we go back to the beginning, there were, there were chinks <laughs> in the armor from the beginning, but I don't think there's been any time like the time we're in since the Civil War where there is so much division and separation, We can't even agree on the proper protocol and timing for singing the national anthem. Today, as I mentioned, though, we're going to go into the book of Ephesians, continue the study that Pastor Ben started last week. And and we're going to look at this book of Ephesians, a small book in in the New Testament of the Bible, but filled with amazing truths. And we're going to continue this study under that theme, United, in Jesus, we trust. And, and as we study today, what we're going to be looking at is what Jesus and only Jesus can make possible. Okay. So let's go back to this congregation long time ago in this place called Ephesus and, and look at all the things that were impacting their life as well. Okay, So from Ephesians chapter 2, starting at verse 11, it says this, Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised, by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God, in the world. Okay, there, there's a whole lot going on. Let me just kind of summarize it here real quick. They're, they've got labels going on, right? There, there were these labels, Jews and, and Gentiles. There were distinguishing marks, right? Circumcised and uncircumcised. Citizens and foreigners. What's going on there is, humanly speaking, understand that congregation, that group had everything, humanly speaking, the perfect ingredients to implode, to self-destruct. The issues that they were dealing with on a day-to-day basis were not simple, small, and shallow. They were deep, they were huge, and they were complex. And again, this wasn't like they could get together over one meeting and go, this is the way it's going to be, and then that's it. No, they had to deal with these things day in and day out. One of those things that could have very easily caused separation in in their time was uh, religion, religious aspect. Some of them were Jews. Some of them came from a monotheistic background, worshiping the true God. But in all honesty, so many of them got sidetracked and made their, their worship of God about their works and about what they were doing. And then on the other side were the Gentiles and they were not monotheistic. They were polytheistic, many, many gods and trying to appease all those many different gods. And some of the gods were more important and less important, depending upon maybe like the time of year and things like that. And so they come together with these religious differences under one person, Christ. Culturally, they had many differences too. You, you have the, the Jews, the 12 tribes of Israel, 12 different tribes. They, they all had their customs, their expectations, their practices, their traditions that made sense to them. And everybody should follow mine because that's what we do and it makes sense. And then on the other side, you had the Gentiles, <laughs> Who, who were formed from many, many, many more different groups than just 12. And they, too, had individually their customs, expectations, practices, and traditions, again, which were just common sense things, and everybody should should follow these, and it should be easy. And And so all of that, all those customs and traditions and practices and all that, they were all coming together in a melting pot, except that doesn't mean that they were all going to melt. And then there were racial differences as well, right? The Jews could trace their bloodline back like 2,000 years to one guy, a guy named Abraham, okay? And the Gentiles were like, well, okay, you know, that, that's fine, but, but we have all this diversity, all this beauty in our bloodline from, from all these many, many different people's. All that, again, to say is understand the issues that they were facing were just as big, if not bigger, than the issues that you and I are facing today politically, religiously, culturally, and all of that, okay? They had big issues, too. And yet, they were united, they were actually united. How'd that happen? Well we'll see. We'll see. But first, what is it that causes separation between you and others? What is it? Is it is it the political parties, the, the Republican and the Democrats? Or, or so that no one gets upset, Democrats and Republicans? Yeah. What, what's causing the, the wall of separation? Is it, it black lives matter? Uh, blue lives matter? Is it beginning and end of life issues? Does, does someone have the right to determine when, when someone's life ends? Yeah. What about when, when does it even begin? And there's, there's different thoughts there, right? What about when it, when it comes to, to sexual identity and, and gender issues, right? There, there's ones uh, on this side and there's ones on, on the other side, right? What about when it comes to the pandemic? Is it a big deal or is it not so much? What about mass or no mass? Virtual learning only or in-person learning only? There there are all these things that are causing separation between people. And this is on a national level, and this is something that we're all in the mix of, that make up a part of our day-to-day lives. But you know, the things that, that separate us from others, they aren't necessarily right things out there, but relational things. Think about the office. What are some of the issues that separate coworkers from coworkers? Or or maybe you from a coworker. Think about inside our our very homes. What what is the issue? What is the wall that is separating spouse from spouse? What about the, the wall? What is separating parents? From children. And for some of us, even our own sweet dear children. In the back seat of their car, our cars, their many, our many vans, you know, they've they've got an imaginary dividing wall, right? Okay. And and if that wall gets crossed, then you know, the screams, the shouts, the tears, she's looking at me. He touched. Me, And so we have all these walls of separation nationally, relationally, huh? but also inside our own hearts. We've built up walls inside our own hearts. Maybe caused by hurt or grief, jealousy, pride. Insecurity, but we got the wall up. And and again, the wall, whether it's national or or relationally or internally, the cause of the wall is sin. Okay. You see, the, the snubbing and the suspicion and the mistreatment of others because they have a different belief system than we do That's not a religious issue. That's a sin issue. The snubbing, the suspicion, the mistreatment of others because they support a a different political party, uh, that's not a political issue. That's a sin issue. The snubbing, the mistreatment, the the suspicion uh, involving others who have a different skin color than we do—that's not a race or ethnic issue. That is a sin issue. That other people don't follow along with our common sense sensibilities. Is a self righteous sin issue. Our sin has not only separated us, people from people, one another from one another, but it separated us from God. And here's the deal we are. All amazing bricklayers. We've all constructed an amazing wall. Again, including that wall between us and God. Isaiah 59.2 says this, your iniquities, your sins have separated you from your God. Okay? So again, it's not just something out there with people. It's something between us and God. And again, we're all really, really good at this. We can all make some amazing, beautiful, intricate, thick, tall walls. Scripture says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're fantastic at building the walls, we're absolutely horrible at knocking the wall down. Okay. In fact, humanly speaking, we can't knock the wall down. We can't legislate that the wall come down. Oh, we can legislate it, but that doesn't mean it's going to come down, right? Because we have inside of us our own heart. The law can say one thing, but our, law, the, our heart is going to say, oh, well, you know, I'm going to still get the edge here because it's, about me and that causes separation right separation between people and people and between people and god humanly speaking we cannot have deep relationship with god or deep relationship with others And just look out in the world and you can see that, right? It's absolutely true. In fact, I could just walk off the stage right now. We could wrap things up a little bit early, continue on, because that's the truth. But there's more involved in our life than just humanity, there's God. And so we have hope in Jesus, and let's see about that. In Ephesians chapter 2, going back, it says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility For through him, we both have access to the father by one spirit. So Christ came along and by his cross, he destroyed the civil and ceremonial laws that separated the Jews and the Gentiles. Okay. But that's not all, because you see, really the, the real problem wasn't between Jews and Gentiles, right? The real issue was between both groups and God. Just like today. The real issue isn't between Republicans and Democrats. The real issue is between both groups and God. that The real issue isn't between ethnicities. It's between the ethnicities, all of them, no matter who you are, and God. See, the the real issue isn't that that people, some people are out there leading this rebellious life and then there are others who are self-righteous, not doing that because I wouldn't do that. The real issue is between both groups and God. The biggest dividing wall that ever was made is between humanity and God. And if anybody has a right to be upset about it, it's God. He didn't build the wall. We built the wall. I built the wall. I sinned, you sinned, God didn't sin. We built the wall. But God, even though he didn't build the wall, and even though he has every right to be angry and hostile, did what only God could do. God thought of what only God would think of. And God acted in his unconditional, okay? Say that word a lot, unconditional, without condition. <laughs> without condition. In love, he acted. And the scriptures says this. God demonstrates his own love for us in this that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The cross of Jesus removed the barrier, the wall of sin, by paying for it in full. It's gone. The wall is down. This is good news. The wall is down. See, Jesus is not a, an ideology. He's not a philosophy. He's a real person who knocked down the wall of sin and destroyed it. And Jesus, this real person, comes to you today and invites you to forgiveness, And love and mercy and grace and peace and rest. See, Jesus came to bring salvation, not separation. Jesus came to bring unity, not animosity. Jesus came to bring peace not punches or punishment. The scripture says this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. Friends, though wall is God. So what does Jesus do that only Jesus can make possible? He brings unity and peace with God. You see, it it really is this, no Jesus, no unity, no Jesus, no peace, but no Jesus, no unity. No Jesus, no peace. God, through Jesus Christ, has transformed our relationship with God. There is not a dividing wall of hostility. There is peace. There is unity. There is joy. There is love. There is acceptance. There is welcome. Hmm? Since Jesus has, has knocked down our wall of sin between us and God. And and since when he knocked down the wall of sin, he knocked down the wall of sin, not only our sin, but everyone else's sin. That means that there is this amazing opportunity to have transformed relationships, not only with God, but with other people. Ephesians chapter 2. Consequently, having unity and peace with God, with Jesus living in us, check it out, we are free and brave to knock down the walls, to knock down the bricks that separate us from other people no matter what. Just like Jesus did. Remember Jesus on the face of the earth when he's walking on the face of the earth? Remember some examples where he played this out? One that that comes to mind right away is a Samaritan woman. She was a Samaritan, he was a Jew. Different religion, different cultural practices, different gender, and back in that day, that was a big deal. There is no way a male Jewish person was supposed to speak especially to a Samaritan woman. They were completely different, completely different. And yet Jesus goes to her and he offers her, check it out, his very best. He didn't go to her and go, Well, you know, I, I see your position and in, in compassion and kindness. I'll, I'll give you a little bit here to help you out. He offered her his very best living water for her parched soul. Remember how Jesus did that when he walked on the face of the earth? Some of you remember that this guy named Zacchaeus, the, the wee little guy, uh, the, the tax collector. I understand that if, if Jesus and Zacchaeus were standing side by side, no one would confuse them. They look completely different. And they had completely different lifestyles. Okay? I'll say that again for us today. They had completely different lifestyles. And yet Jesus offered him his very best. Eternal hospitality. Hmm? So Jesus, the guy, the the savior that, that knocked down the wall of sin, our wall of sin, and everybody's wall of sin, he comes to you and me today and says, love your enemy and do good to them. That's all love your enemy and do good to them so what's the wall of separation between you and others what is the the brick of sin that's causing the separation is it someone who's trashed you on social media Or bullied you on social media? Is it someone who who supports a a different uh, political group than you do and they are just so obnoxious they won't shut up? Is it someone whose skin color is different than yours? What's causing the wall of separation for you? Who is it that's getting in the way of you? Your career, your comfort, your convenience, your entertainment, your finances, your climb up the company ladder. Who's getting in the way of your recognition that you so? Deserve. In other words, right? Are are you you the one who's built up the wall? (laughs) And I know. I know for some of you, you've been hurt really bad. You've actually been hurt in unspeakable ways. And I know that you have an enemy, Satan, that wants you to hold on to that hurt, that brick of sin that hurt really bad. He wants you to dehumanize and demonize that other person who also needs the grace and mercy of God. And I can only imagine how much it hurts. But I want you to know that you can't heal holding on to the hurt. I want you to know that there really are only things that Jesus and his grace and mercy can take care of and knock them down. And he has. He's knocked it all down. So no matter who you are, no matter what's causing the separation, because Jesus has knocked down the wall, you can let go. So what does Jesus Make possible in only Jesus unity and peace with God and unity and peace with others. See, the point is is, is that Jesus has come to get all this garbage out of the way so we could be one with God. And he's come to knock all this garbage, all this sin, all these bricks out of the way so that we could have peace and unity with others too. No foreigners, no aliens, no strangers, no one on the other side. And I want you to know, that can only happen through Jesus. Not through your efforts, through Jesus. Because it's really true. No Jesus, no unity. No Jesus, no peace. But it's also really true. No Jesus, no unity. No Jesus, no peace. So here's our, our next steps, right? What's the brick of sin that's in the way? You got to pick up that brick and let it go. Okay? And, and how are you going to do it? You, you pick up the brick and you name it. You name whatever it is. You name the hurt. You name the sin. Whether that's someone else's or yours, you name it. And you go to God in prayer and you say, God, I know you have paid for this sin that you knocked down the wall. Unloosen my grip. Help me to let go. Name it, pray for it, ask for help. And repeat, right? And repeat. And you know what will happen? The wall will come tumbling down. And it only happens through Jesus. I'm telling you. No Jesus, no unity. No Jesus, no peace. But no Jesus and no unity. No Jesus. And no peace and the wall will come tumbling down. Only through Jesus. And you know what will happen then? With all the bricks down, instead of tearing people apart, you know what we'll be able to do? We'll actually be able to build each other up. And then you know what will happen? People in the world, they'll look at us. And you know what they'll know? They'll know we are Christians by our love. Let's pray. God, only you. Only you. Thank you for you. Thank you for knocking down the wall of hostility between us and you and between us and everyone else. Lord, help us to live our lives like our lives and the lives of everyone else depend on you, Jesus. Because they actually do. Lord God, as we gather here on this Reformation Week and we thank you so much for bringing back the truth that's always been there. Thank you for preserving your word of truth, which really all testify about you, Jesus. We thank you for your grace and for the faith that we have only by grace. Lord, may we continue to praise you and give you glory and honor for what you have done in our lives and then the lives of all people. We pray this in your loving and powerful and saving name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.